Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Walks in a Bar podcast. I, as always, am your host, Nick, coming at you live from the world-famous Broth Stop. Today's podcast is a sports-themed podcast. Is there anything that goes more hand-in-hand with a bar than sports? Perhaps that's why bars pay so much money for their cable packages to show the sports, to show the local teams, which why it's so important that uh, local teams do well. You know, you want your state's team doing well because it, it pushes business. That's what they tell us, at least. People go out to the bar and watch their team. Uh, I don't know. Is that true anymore? Also on today's podcast, whatever you're paying for Charter Spectrum Cable you can guarantee your local bar is paying an exponent more. Yeah, it's that much. How many of you have uh, rented a pay-per-view at home? Perhaps a UFC event? You know, it costs $59.99, $79.99, sometimes $99.99, depending on the event, depending on if it's in HD. And who are we kidding? It's always in HD now. Well, prepare to have your mind blown when you hear how much they want to charge us here at the world-famous Sprout Stop. Along that same narrative thread, I, I would argue 33% of all bar conversation is about sports. And uh, so today's podcast is for that third of you out there that, uh, that likes sports. If you do enjoy today's conversation, be sure to smash that follow button. Thank you for tuning in. One of my favorite things about podcasts, it's like you're sitting with some friends. The podcasts I listen to, I feel like I am friends with those people. I feel like I am in the room. And that's what I've, I'd like to build this podcast into, a place where people can come and feel like they're saddling up to the bar with us, a part of the conversation. Without further ado, we're going to crack open a beverage and get to uh, our sports edition of the Walks in a Bar podcast. Uh, so thanks for listening, and cheers to your favorite team. Pitcher Paul, welcome back. You know, first thing I got to say is, you know, it's funny is uh, people ask me, so is he a pitcher? <laughs> like, what team does he pitch for? And uh, I'm like, no, 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 no. He's Pitcher Paul because he drinks pitchers of beer. Oh, well, actually, I was a pitcher. Oh. Um, back in my youth, as they would say, uh, I've pitched almost for every softball team in Milwaukee at some point. And then when I moved out to Kansasville area, played some out there, but the uh, body has shut it down. So yeah, well, I'm not pitcher. Well, I'm only one pitcher. Now. You're pitcher, Paul. Just the, you had the double meaning before. Yes. Now it's just pitchers of Miller Lite, preferably, right? Correct. Uh, welcome. Well, welcome back. I mean, which you know, I always say hi to you every time you walk in. What once, twice a week? Uh, it's tough now, but yeah, once a week. Once a week, and we always love seeing you when you come in. Thank um, you. And I feel like you're my sports correspondent. You know, you kind of have your finger on the pulse of uh, the general national sports, and, and particularly our local uh, brewers and bucks, uh, now, you know, news to know. Well, I enjoy our conversations, too, because you always have a very interesting perspective on things in general, which um, makes it fun to talk with you. 
Well, thanks, Paul. Uh, so the first thing you said to me when you walked in says well, they fired Coach Bud. What do you think about that, Bud? The 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 Bucks coach who, I mean, had a winning record every year he was coaching and led us to a championship. And but then people say, you know, if he didn't win the championship that year, he probably would have been fired that year. Yeah, I would agree with that. You know, what's sad is it unfortunately coincided with a you know personal tragedy, and he lost his brother and kept that pretty confidential during the. Yeah, course that, of the playoffs. You yeah, know, when uh, we heard that after the fact, it, it really uh, changed the tenor of it. Changed how I felt about it. I really thought that they'd they'd keep him, but then again, you know, you're a one seed going against an eight seed, and uh, of all years too. Like, I mean, the Heat, the eight seed, they're on their way to. They could be in the Eastern Finals, sure, you know, by the time could. you're listening to this, and they could easily win it all. I feel, you know, if they're going against the Lakers or. Uh, the Warriors, I, I don't know. I, I think whoever, if you're playing the Nuggets, I think the Nuggets are going to win. You know what's so crazy, though, if you look at just, and I'm not a big hockey guy, you know that, but from it's my understanding, the Bruins had one of the best seasons, if not the best regular season in, in, in NHL history, and, and they lost out. in the first round. You know, so it's, I guess it can happen. You know, in today's sports, it's it's no guarantee. You know, it's just how good are you I, uh, when one of the I listened to a lot of you know sports stuff, and one of the takes I heard uh, Bill Simmons said was uh, that the one seed should get uh, five, like a five-two format instead of four-three. There should be more of an advantage for a one seed, so like a two-two-three or something format. Well, you know, especially in in basketball and. You play all those games, and you get, what, one game advantage yeah, to the yeah, team you're it, playing? So, I mean, there could be something better to that, almost well, like the plan. I mean, especially you're adding – they added the plan, so you're not necessarily getting the – it's not the worst team making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be a good team, sure. team that's hot at that moment, which the Heat which obviously the heat, are. Yeah. Uh, then the, the better take I heard, I think, is uh, the pick your opponent. Yeah, the one seed gets to pick whoever they want to play of all the remaining seeds. Then the two seed gets to pick. Then the three seed and the four seed gets who's left over. I certainly think that that would be interesting. I know at the end, you can tell by the the lines of the games which which teams are tanking to probably play a certain opponent. I don't think the Bucks really had that luxury. I think with the play-in tournament, that kind of took away some of that. But certainly the three, four, four, five, those matchups, three, six. Four or five matchups, I'm pretty right. confident. That- I, and I guess, you know, so since uh, I look at this podcast as something that people will be able to listen to, you know, a year from now or whenever, long after we're gone, maybe even. So I want the topics to be less uh, less now, which, you know, Bucks losing to the Heat, yes, yes. But, I, I mean, talking basketball changes, I feel like we're on something there, changing the playoffs. I think I got ones, you know, so betting is super big now. In uh, you know, it's just only going to be getting bigger and bigger, and uh, I think that the tip, the jump ball, whoever gains possession should get a rebound. Is that not a rebound? Technically, yeah. It's well, uh, it's not a shot. Though. I mean, but you're gaining possession from people jumping. I mean, that's what a rebound is. True. I don't know. I, I that's someone who you know has lost a few bets by half a rebound because one guy didn't get a freaking rebound. Um, I think one thing that was was would be interesting, and this is way off the off the grid, but you know, you had mentioned the the teams picking their opponents. How about the fans? 
Ooh, the fans get to vote for the team they play. They want to play. Yeah. Interesting. You know, uh, and get the fans involved a little bit more, and fans. You but know, then again, you have the Bucks playing. Um, you end up, yeah. Who do we end up playing? Who do the fans vote for? Probably Boston or Chicago. You know, and I. Well, I no, no. I mean, I guess in this format, you would have to be in those top eight seeds or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So you're the eighth seed would have been the Heat. But I, I think the obvious choice would have been the Nets. Who the, yeah, exactly. You know, but I don't think the fans would have been like, yeah, we want to see the Nets. That's true. It's, yeah. it's, it's just, I don't know. It's, I just feel like those reg- the regular season is so long, and technically those games, I don't want to say they don't mean anything as long as you're in the top eight or ten, you know, or you worried about bucks. Right. I got some stories here. Okay, let's talk about... Bar television. So the, the, the game should be on. You know, bars are paying so much money for their cable. If you have eight cable boxes and eight TVs, you should have on eight different sporting events, you know, or, you know, pending major events. So uh, this past weekend, you know, it was the uh, Celtics and the Sixers, and then I think it was the Warriors and the Lakers were on. And... I got a customer who wants NASCAR on. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I want to tell them no. And, and like, the customer who wants the Cubs game on. It's, it's game 41 mm-hmm. out of 162. Yeah, well, what's, what I find comical about that is you turn it on and they're gone in 10 minutes. They're gone. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it's, it's, um, it's kind of disheartening because you, you try to compensate or you try to understand why people would want to watch that, and you're trying to make them happy. You know, you're in the in the business of making people happy, and the two people next to them want to watch the basketball game, and now you got the two people next to you angry because the guy next to them wants to watch NASCAR. It's uh-huh. can't make everybody happy, unfortunately. And 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 I'm the bad guy because I changed the channel. Of course, you're always the bad guy. Well, yeah, I'm always the bad guy, regardless. <laughs> Uh, you were venting about a customer refund early a minute ago. Well, no, it's just it, just in general, it's it's unfortunate that um, it seems like the responsibility always falls back on the business, the, the the people that ultimately are responsible for things once they leave any type of establishment, um, like to point fingers at other people and saying it's not their fault that this or that happened, and it's accountability. You got to have accountability. If something didn't go the way you wanted it to, well, you know you should probably look at how it ha- how everything transpired instead of blaming um, the place you bought it from or, or something else. You know, and certainly if we were if we were at fault, we would we would absolutely hundred percent take care of it, just as you would here. But you know, it's just there is never it's always the the store's fault, it's right? Yeah, we get you know we're dealing in food, cheese, sausage. We'll have cheese come in and. We might have had it a day or two, and it's already moldy, and you know maybe you don't maybe you don't see that or you don't assume that, and the customer gets it home, and it's oh the brat stop gives bad cheese, or they eat the whole thing and come back and tell you it yeah, wasn't or good. they eat it all and tell you it wasn't good. <laughs> Crazy. I, we had a recent uh, four star review, I think it was. It said we stopped and picked up people in the parking lot. The parking lot was really spacious and nice. Didn't make it inside this time, but will next time. Four stars. 
what the <laughs> f- is going on with these people? I mean, thank you. But thank you. Four stars. I mean, I can't complain about a four-star review. Just think of how good it would have been if they yeah. came inside. God, no. Think about the potential to go down, though. Oh, the bathrooms weren't clean. Or, oh, the lighting above this booth was not adequate for me to read the newspaper. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate that um, people should just enjoy life, be, enjoy being out, and be, be in, their, in the company they're with. And, so I I posed I posited recently, and it seems like every time I do something like this, it just doesn't work out and doesn't become true. So I position I posited that Steph Curry is on his way to becoming a top five all time basketball player, top five all time. And I love the NBA, but I you know I admit I don't have the history of it you know as much. Like it's hard for me to appreciate Bill Russell. I, I mean, even like that's from the going back to the '60s, Wilt Chamberlain. Um, but, but even like Larry Bird, you know, that was a little, even before me and, and even Michael Jordan, you know, most of that happened while I was, you know, 10, 10, 11, 12, 13. And, um, but now I don't know. I just, I, 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 anyways, I said, Steph Curry, you know, on his way to becoming this top five player, he was having an amazing game. I thought. And then they lost the game and this was against the Lakers and now they were down three, one. Now it's three, two. Uh, they play again tomorrow night, and I don't know. I think if Curry, if they, you'll be listening to this by then, you'll we'll know if Curry wins this series and goes on to win the finals, is that enough to be considered top five in your book? Well, I think to go back to your point about top five, if you take all the names out, take everything out, and just put up the stats, absolutely. I mean, and they were talking about a similar thing on one of the stations i was listening to and it all boiled down to his stature just that he doesn't he's not this this hulking guy like lebron james he's not the greek freak he's not joel Embiid. he's not this he's a guy that could walk into the brat stop in normal clothes and yeah you would recognize him i would recognize and, him and but he'd be taller than everybody yeah, not much but you look at all the people in here they wouldn't have a clue who he was you know he doesn't have that that physical dominating yeah. demeanor. Okay, and that goes. That's another thing. I, I take a tangent for for us. So, to how many people like the NBA? Like, I swear, I, it's like I come in here. If I'm not here, they don't even have the game on the TV. And I, there's no way I'm the only one that wants to watch it. Um, I would tell you, it's better than it's ever been. Recently, I mean, God, after Jordan and those years, those years were fabulous. Oh. But then it went through a, a tough time there, where it was the same teams all the time, and now you got potential stars, league stars on every almost every team. Right, it's really deep league. You know, and um, you're right, though. I don't. I don't think many people really care about it. And then, okay, can we discuss the start time of these games? Yeah. You know, the NBA. It's like NBA cares and NBA for kids, and it's like all about the kids and the fans. And I'm calling bullshit NBA. It's all about the money, man. Like you, the the Bucks Heat game that we lost was started at eight thirty, eight thirty our time, mm-hmm. which means it was nine thirty in Miami, nine thirty in New York, mm-hmm. uh, nine thirty on the East Coast, and I. I if I'm a Bucks fan living in Miami or a Bucks fan living in New York, that's too late. Like, yeah. my kids are going to go to bed. Mm-hmm. They're not going to get to watch the Bucks game. And I would argue that even the Milwaukee fans that were there that day, like, was – maybe I'm being naive. 
No, I, was everyone I, that was at the game actually an adult? Does anyone bring their kids to playoff games? I would hope so. That's the future. Uh, maybe the they league, can't yeah. afford it. You know, maybe, I mean, do the rich people bring their kids <laughs> to playoff games? I guess is the question, really. And I think they want to, right? But mm-hmm. are they? I mean, are they so rich that they don't care about their kids going to bed at a normal time? Well, you're right. Let's just say the game starts. It will never start on time. So let's say it starts 845. at eight forty-five. It's it's at least going to be two 10, and a half hours to three. You know, eleven forty-five. Yeah. And now you got to get to your car. You got to park. You know, you, you're not going to be home till one o'clock. You know, and it's. Maybe they need a. Maybe they have to do what baseball does. You know, Day Le, games. LeBron's LeBron can't do his his powder. He's got a shot clock ah. on his powder. Or maybe yeah. You know, how to yeah? Where can we trim some minutes off the game? I don't feel like the game has a pacing problem, but I do feel like that that is that's BS for as a and then as a bar. So the bar, the broad stop, is paying this bill, which. Uh, is only high because of sports. Like, that's what we're paying for, is to to be able to broadcast sports here. Uh, And the game starts at 8.30. I'm getting no business. I'm not having any families come in. No fans are coming and watching the Bucks at 8.39 o'clock. Our kitchen closes at 9, you know, but if the game would have started even 7.30, but ideally 5.30, if it would have started at five thirty our time, oh no! What does that mean? It starts at three thirty California time. Sorry, yeah. some of you are at work, but it's Bucks Heat. Like you, yeah. you don't get to get, have it, all of it. You know when the Lakers and the Warriors are playing, their game starts at nine thirty here. Mm-hmm. It's seven thirty there. I get it. That makes sense. Yeah. But if your game was at three thirty there, it'd be five thirty here. And like, what? What's wrong with that? I, I uh, there's nothing wrong with that. Over here, and what about? And meanwhile, New York, the city that never sleeps, they I guess they don't care, and they kind of drive the world. But but all those poor basketball fans in Maine, and Rhode Island, and and you know all of them. All the who kids. knows what team they have adopted because they don't have their own team in their state. No, good point. I, I I mean I was really I I think about that a lot. I think about that during the NFL season. We have football games at noon and three thirty. And then the night game doesn't even start till like 7.30. And by then, everyone's home. It's Sunday night. Everyone is home. But California, and when I say California, but, you know, West Coast, any of this West Coast area, mm-hmm. their games, when, when do they start? They got a game at 10 a.m. Yeah. Imagine having a football game at 10 a.m. here. We'd have t- people <laughs> sitting here eating breakfast, watching football. That blows my mind. But nope, noon, and then by, by 3 o'clock, you know, that's kind of that dead zone. Anyone who works in a restaurant knows, like, 3.30 is sort of the time that you don't have any business because it's between team. lunch and dinner, you know. Well, it's crazy when they do those London games or now Germany games, the game's on at, like, 8.30. Right. So if you're a, if you're a gambler or fantasy player, you <laughs> You got to be paying attention, you know. If you go out, those uh, and days that's are, what they're really thinking about. Days are long behind me, but if you, if you, if you got a guy in your lineup and you forget to put him in, you know, you're, you're that out game's of luck. at six thirty California time. That's crazy. <laughs> they, that's something they maybe they can understand. They're like, man, that's too early. That's yeah. Then no, then now you're you're starting to understand what I'm saying. Uh, and I don't know the answer. Uh, can we eliminate time zones? Sure. Whole, what happens if you live right on the timeline? Well, you, did you definitely celebrate your birthday twice. I would think so, yeah. I mean, everyone who to. lives near a time zone line definitely is has celebrated their birthday twice. You have to. 
And that 21 birthday, you're definitely going to the earlier or the, earlier the later time zone. Yeah, so that you're 21 sooner. Um, I, I got one more thing regarding these, this bar sports TV thing. Okay, so UFC. UFC and WWE. They just uh, partnered, you know, $27 billion company now or something like that valuation. And they must be making so much money to be valued that way. And then and then it was I know that it was the UFC part was actually valued at a little bit more than the WWE part. Okay, Uh, I know that the fighters leave because they don't get good contracts. If you read into UFC, like by uh, the all the stuff going on behind the scenes, the fighters apparently are not treated Adequately, they aren't getting health insurance, things like that, which is kind of messed up. But no one really shines a light on it, so no, no one knows about it. And I don't even really know about it, so we're not talking about that. What I want to talk about is the price of a pay per view for the bar. So I want to show the UFC fights. I like UFC. I would like to make UFC fights a thing here at the Bradstock. Um, but. But they charge by your capacity. They charge by the building's capacity, which makes no effing sense. So so I'm going to round down and say we have a 1,000-person capacity. If you have a 1,000-person capacity, what they want from me is $25,000. $25 per person is the assumption. Which I guess is where they're operating off of their price for pay-per-views because right now they're like fifty nine ninety nine to seventy nine ninety nine depending on if you buy it in HD and whatnot. So they're saying the average home has three to four people, so they're charging them twenty five, you know, about twenty five bucks a person. So oh, duh, just translate that over to the bar. We'll charge the bar. Oh, that th- this bar fits a hundred people. A sm- your small local bar fits a hundred people. Mm-hmm. They want that bar to pay two thousand five hundred dollars to show the fight. Uh, what? Yeah, I we have a small bar. We've I've, we've managed small bars, and like I've seen, we have a band. We pay the band five hundred dollars, and the small bar that fits less than a hundred people rings about three grand, and we're very happy. Mm-hmm. Oh, twenty five hundred dollars profit, great. But you got to subtract the cost of everything you sold. You got to subtract your labor, your your utility costs, all of that stuff. So who know how much did, was the event like really profitable? Who knows? But you know what wouldn't have been profitable? Paying twenty five hundred dollars out yeah. the door, out the gate for the fight. Yeah. So I, I I really don't understand. I don't know how any bar actually shows the fights without it being somewhat uh, illegal. You know, and then there's this system in place that the UFC has. They will pay you a hundred dollars or something along those lines, if you report a bar that's showing the fight. They have on their website, they list all the places that have been li- you know, licensed to show the fight, and if you're not on there and you're there watching the fight and you report it, you'll get 100 bucks. What's so sad is you look at your place here, Nick, and sure, sure, you guys are a bar, you serve drinks, but you're also more of a restaurant. You're a concert hall, you're a retail store. You're a wedding hall. You're a banquet hall. You guys got a sporting events. You play volleyball. I mean, there's so many cool things here to, to, to base your payment of a pay-per-view on capacity. is It's ludicrous. It's, it's, it doesn't make sense. And, and it's been suggested, oh, do it in one of the side rooms. 
But they so, won't let you. Well, no, no, they 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 would. Okay. But so, okay, side room one is is hundred fifty people. Yeah, you're never making that. So back. so how am I? Where's that money coming from again? That's thirty. That's three thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. I think. Uh, how do I get that? How do I ring that? You know. Oh oh, and then a customer's going to come and pay twenty five dollars to no. get into the room and watch the fight with a bunch no. of other dudes. No. Uh, no. I, no, it becomes way easier and more economical to, for one person to rent the fight, your one friend that already makes enough money to uh, rent the fights, and you go over to their house, you bring a six-pack of beer, and you watch the fights at someone's home, thus killing b- potential bar business, and uh, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed you, off about you would, it. You would think that they would be able to do something for the bars. I mean, I... Hey, yeah, so Joe Rogan, you and your podcast, okay, if you... Take some time to listen to a podcast. Hopefully you hear this one and and do something about this, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't be the only bar that feels this way. And, it, it, and I, 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 here, I, a recent story I read, uh, Matt Ishbia, Ish, Ishibia, the guy who, uh, who bought the Suns okay. and got in a fight with Jokic. I love it. Uh, he uh, And then, you know, he came on the Bill Simmons podcast and he dropped these like three things and it's kind of crazy. He said these things and then like very shortly after he gets in the fight with Jokic. And one of the things he said was that uh, he's partnered with this company to broadcast the Suns games for free. They'll be streaming for free for, you know, everyone in that like Arizona area. Um, well, then just yesterday I read that. That was a contract was in, like, violation of some other contract from before, so that's been canceled, and he's not allowed to do it. Um, but the, but what his statement was, was, you know, like, the val- what, who cares if we're not getting money? It's about, you know, growing the team's fan base, and that, you know, that, that is the value. You know, the exposure to your team, that's where you're going to gain value. And I would posit that towards the UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have rest- you have st- restricted the amount of bars that can show your event to your fans. Like I can't grow it. People call me all the time and ask me, "Hey, is the Brat Stop going to be showing the fight tonight?" Uh, sorry, it's too expensive. They want fifty thousand dollars. And yes, I know I said whatever number twenty five earlier, but I was rounding down again. Our capacity, the amount that I was was told the last time I called that they want was fifty thousand dollars. And it's insane. It's insane. It's insane. It's insane. And, uh, and, I mean, it's certainly not good business, but what do I know? The UFC's worth $27 billion now. Maybe that's why. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. They must, I'm sure they're, they make, they're making enough money doing all their other things that they don't really care about the small, the small bar. And it's, I, that sounds ironic because I just told you our capacity is closer to 1,500, 2,000 people. Uh, so we don't sound like a small bar, but this is a family bar. This is a family place, and we don't have the the chain and the the the, the corporate structure or the uh, what is it uh, the, the 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 where you have a lot of something power of economy. No, I know what you're saying. God damn, oh, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out what this is and say it in my intro later. Uh, economies of scale. That's what it was. Economies of scale, where you have so much that you're able to get, you know, things done cheaper. Uh, example, Buffalo Wild Wings. There is a Buffalo Wild Wings across the street. It is showing the fights. Or at least they were. I got to take that back. I have not gone to a Buffalo Wild Wings in a long time. But they do. They were part. They must have been partnered with the UFC. And you could g- count on going to a Buffalo Wild Wings and catching the fights. 
But you know what? You don't get at Buffalo Wild Wings. You don't get the Bratstop character. You don't get you don't get the sound on for the fights. You don't get you know a personality behind the bar. Well, it's it's just a cookie quarter, a cookie cutter national chain. You know, this is it, a right. special. This right. is a special place. It's not. It's and not I and, and and you know, it's just ah, it really frustrates me. And then, and then you got direct. You got Direct TV, which apparently now does not have the NFL Sunday Ticket anymore. So I don't know how they're going to get anyone to sign up for it. But for the previous, you know, years here, it was always, "Hey, join, get sign up for Direct TV, and we'll throw the NFL Sunday Ticket in free." Great, great. That's so great to hear that you're going to do Direct TV. Meanwhile, we're paying like six or seven grand to have the Sunday Ticket. And no one's coming to watch football here anymore because everyone, everyone's been given it free by you. Mm-hmm. It's so, it's fucked, Paul. <laughs> I've been holding my tongue a little bit on the F word. My mom listened to, she told me, you were swearing too much. I said, okay, I'll hold my tongue. But it is, Paul. I'm going to say it one more time. It's, well, it's fucked. God. It's all about money. And, and yeah. So now, and I actually, I reached out because, uh, and, and other if bar listeners, bar owners, managers are listening. Um, so I was inquiring about the YouTube and how, because Sunday tickets on YouTube now. So I was thinking I was going to have to have YouTube on like all the TVs. And what does this mean? You know, is there going to yeah. be YouTube for business? Uh, but apparently the NFL and whoever, the powers that be arranged for direct TV to still be able to stream to to have Sunday ticket for businesses only. That's a good thing. Yeah. I wonder if our price goes up a lot more now though cuz they don't have it for anyone else. That's so <laughs> lame. But I you know, and maybe there'll be a boon cuz there might be people who are like I ain't doing no YouTube. No. 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 It's not going to happen. Everyone's going to have YouTube TV now, and everyone's going to have the NFL ticket, and they, they're not going to come. They're going to come, and they're going to be watching their team on their phone at their table and not need me to have it. Well, think about it this way, Nick. You know, we're, we're already a society now after COVID where we couldn't leave the house, so we have everything delivered. At some point, you're not ever going to have to leave your house. We get drinks delivered. You can have everything delivered. It's crazy. Will there ever be a rival to Amazon? Is it is there? Is it Alibaba? Do you know what Alibaba is? No, I think that was a wrestler back in the seventies. <laughs> Alibaba is uh, the like Indian uh, Amazon. Really? Okay. It might. Yeah, I think I. I don't know. Don't quote me. This is a. It's a bar. Okay, this is bar conversation. If you want facts, go Google something. All right. Or go to YouTube. Or as my uh, friend. Uh, Hawaiian Steve reminded me, it's go go cyborg it, okay? I made that up. You cyborg. You turn yourself into a freaking robot, get on your phone, and download that information into your brain, you cyborgs. I was never so mad at Giannis. After the, the uh, lost with his, I, I don't saying, call it. Is a, it a I don't, failure? I don't yes. call it a failure. And you know what? I, I get what he's saying in in the big grand scheme of things. But if you're the number one seed, you have home court advantage. You're the so best. We player talked in the about world. that. Yeah, yes. So, but then I was never so proud of him in the last couple days when he says, "I'm coming. I'm sick of the disrespect. I'm coming." 
I haven't heard that part. And see, that's what I meant. You're my like, uh, you're my local and, sports. And everybody's like, I don't know what that means, but they showed a picture. Of him. He's coming, so that means he's going to work probably right. harder than well, he already Well, that's good to does. hear, and I think that's a, that's the point. You and know, a little bit of an attitude with him would be a good thing. See, and that's what I, I, that's what I was going to say. The 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 comment of it wasn't a failure, yada yada. Okay, sure. Uh, trust me, as someone who got all of the participation awards in uh, grade school, yeah, thanks a lot. It really did wonders for my self esteem. Um, I get it. You know, losing is okay. You know, that you can learn from losing and yada, yada. It's not a failure. Was Michael Jordan a failure, yada, yada? I mean, he didn't. He wasn't a winner every year. No. We don't have to call it a failure, but, uh, yeah, as you just said, the one seed, eight seed, best player in the world title, up for grabs. Yes, it can be looked at as a failure. However, the problem that I think we were having was that we want to hear him say he's pissed off and that, like come come on, we, that's and that's happen. why we loved. I mean, watching him when he won that championship, I felt like that's what he was. He was out there saying, "I'm going to be the best yep. player. I want to be it." And everyone saw it that watches sports, and that's what we wanted from him. And it and it really and to, and then kind of forget he got injured. And I heard uh, I heard uh, one of uh, another sports correspondent, Ryan Rosillo, he said. Uh, uh, no one's going to go back in history and realize or look at the box score and see that Giannis play. played half of those minutes, half of the entire series minutes. He didn't play, you know, because the injury missed two games, uh, you know, and they won the game that he didn't play, right? So I don't know. But and how hampered was he? You look at his numbers. It doesn't necessarily look like he was hampered. However, they weren't. it wasn't scoring 50, which he was more than capable of doing, which we saw that year he won the championship. So... They really have nobody. I'm not him. mad at Giannis. I, I, I mean, that comment was silly. I, I just, I think, I all I've been thinking is I hope he brings it. He, I hope he gets that. I want to see he has that spark and isn't just like, yeah, well, we tried. It's not a failure. No. I want to see you pissed off. Yes. And if you're telling me that's what we're getting, that's just made me hope even more excited. Getting. I think uh, if sports betting were legal in Wisconsin, I would go place a bet on the Bucks to win the championship next year. Probably get pretty good odds right now. Who do you want to be the coach? Uh, Doc Rivers. Never happened. Uh, me. Sure. Uh, Thanasis. <laughs> Isn't there another one somewhere? Um, Mark Jackson. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mark Jackson. No. Bobby Knight. What? A, yeah. No. Where would they get some? No, they got. I don't know. I don't know enough about the coach. The coach. I can't speak to coaching, but. I can't speak to, uh, I guess, Brian Windhorst on ESPN kind of, like, threw something out there about maybe Giannis going to the Magic. No. Or it might have been Bill Simmons making shit up again, like him drinking domestic beer at home. (laughs) Yeah, right. I love you, Bill Simmons. You're an inspiration. Um, Maybe Aaron Rodgers will come back to the Packers. He's gonna, eventually. (laughs) Wait, he's not on the Packers anymore. <laughs> what? Uh, I have a. I put. I put my futures bet in. Uh, anyone listening, you can, you can ride with me, or you can uh, just keep tabs as the season goes on. I put my bet in on the, the NFL division winners. You care to share? The Jets. Okay, I can get down with that. The Packers. I can't get down with that. I think I went Colts. with the Colts. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, so those three together, it's just kind of obnoxious. But even just the 
NFC East. Cheer for the Jets and the Packers. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm a Packer fan, and I can't believe. I do not believe. I've, there's got to be more Packer fans that are going to be Jets fans. Also, not like instead. I don't. I, I don't, don't f- think that the animosity is real. I think that's uh, fucking media I bullshit. I think most people are going to go. I think most people. I'm going to pull for Aaron Rodgers on the Jets. Most people are glad. I'm going to pull gone. for the Jets. Am I? Am I crazy? That's going to be the episode's poll question. Will you cheer for Aaron Rodgers on the Jets? No. And it well is no, just because he wasn't as likable as Favre was. <laughs> I don't know. Half I of guess. the teammates didn't like him. I don't believe at the end. I they haven't really seen there. that. I don't. I I think that's made up. BS. Guy constantly complaining every time he makes a mistake that you did something wrong, and then you goes mean like to the LeBron James. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I you know I feel like I was prescient on that because because uh, Favre never did that. In an episode prior, I don't think it was with you. I uh, I said what everyone wants to see is the Curry versus LeBron, or what everyone posits or thinks about. God, is posit the word of the day or what? I've said that six times, but Curry versus LeBron. It was a conversation I had earlier, and we're totally getting it. And I'm happy we got it. And I I I'm a Curry guy. I'm pulling for Curry. I think it is a lot of the stature thing, but it is a lot of the the character. And I don't want to. I'm not character assassinating uh, LeBron, but he. Oh. The, you what you just said though, the complaining thing. I don't. <sighs> he complains so much. But but and what I did if here. If I could knock, how how big is LeBron? Six nine. Two sixty five. If I could knock a grown man his size down with the little touches that people do in the NBA, I would be on UFC, Nick, and I'd come here and fight for free. But. But what I do, I, I, I 100% agree with, I again, I heard Bill Simmons say that LeBron might is a genius on the court. He's clearly the smartest player on the court. He might be the smartest player ever. And I think there is so much to that. He... He is. He is. He knows. He knows how to play every part of the game that isn't just like being good at the game. He knows how to play with the refs. He knows. I think he knows that this is Curry versus LeBron. Like he is thinking about it. Sure. Well, again, in my era, Larry Bird was that guy. He didn't have the physical characteristics, but boy, was he savvy and he could play. And do you think more were more people Magic? Yeah, because it was Magic versus Bird. Yeah, but it, then again, in the in the old school Atari game, it was um, Jordan against Bird. You know, that was the that was the one on one matchup. You know, but yeah, I mean, this is such a great time in the NBA because back when I grew up, it was Dr. J, and we had all those iconic players, Bird and Magic, and you know, people you you knew. Now we have the same thing, but to your point, I don't know how many people are, are watching. I don't want to bring – I don't – this is, has been a race and politic-free conversation, so I don't really want to touch on good. it too much. But but the, the race thing, I do wonder, like, I remember old-timer white folk saying, you know, oh, I don't want to watch this, you know, turn it off. And I, I mean, in my mind, I kind of did feel like it was because they didn't like seeing African-Americans playing a sport. I don't understand it, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Unfortunately, and you can't control how people 
feel. You can't. But, you know, and again, to your point, you know, in football, everybody's got a uniform on. You can't, you know. Yeah, you really yeah, can't. no, and that's, I think that's a real it's, thing. It's, it's, if it's that's easy, the, oh, I can cheer for him. I don't know what they look like. That's the thought process. Boy, we're, wow, we're in yeah. trouble as a society. And, and well, and that goes to something I've said before. I don't necessarily think that these people, I don't think they're racist. No. I think they're stupid. Yeah, I they're agree. They're just kind of stupid. Something happened somewhere where they're, they're just not bright. Some people you know? don't like the game. Too, you know, and it's just too many three pointers and too many timeouts. And I, too I, many get stops. All that. I get all that. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. White guys complaining too many three pointers. <laughs> That'd be the day. That's hilarious, Paul. White guy for three. That's everyone's favorite uh, college play. In the Speaking tournament. of college, I'm st- I may, my record is still intact. You did. Paul was on last time. He predicted. Uh, what was it? Who'd you predict? I don't know, but they lost. They the lost first, in the, the first, first round. The first game <laughs> for like the tenth year in a row. <laughs> oh my gosh, Paul, you're the best. I, I you know, uh, this has been fun. I think we touched on some good like sports stuff. Uh, do you have a Bradstaff story that you have um, that, that, that sticks in your craw? Oh boy, you know. Well, we were talking about just before the podcast about the Traeger, you know, and you you had purchased one from me and. You were doing smoked brats on it, and we put it outside, and and just the smell alone of the wood fire and the brats. I mean, I think people were drawn to that, you know, the volleyball people and that kind of thing. And I love doing that kind of thing. I love cooking, and I think this place in general does an absolute fantastic job. They got a great, great menu. I mean, all the things. Their service is great. People here are friendly. I used to come here a lot because I'd come from my way from work, but now I'm. A, Kind of out of the way, but I still come to see Nick and the other people that work here because it's it's just a fun place to be. Paul, thank you. I wasn't looking for a little review, but oh, that's that, true. Yeah, I mean, I mean the truth. Well, I that's speak the story. Yeah, you did. Uh, let's see. So, uh, you know, one more thing on uh, the NBA. You know, we we're just talking about how good it's a great time for the NBA, but you know what's going to be awesome next year? NBA. You got. You got that Wembenyama coming. He's seven foot six. He backed out of the combine, but he didn't need to go. No, He's the he number one pick, go, regardless. So you got a seven foot six guy. You got uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, who who made the play? Uh, did they, they made the plan? They didn't make the playoffs, but uh, they were good, and they got a lot of young players, a lot of picks, and they got uh, a guy that I was a big fan of in college. Uh, what's his name? Damn it! It's total white guy name. It's an, it, one of the names is a football coach from the Packers history. What is his name? He's on the Thunder. Chet. 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 Uh, Chet. He was lost. on Gonzaga. He's a big, tall, white guy, and he hurt his leg. Holmgren. Was, Chet Holmgren. Thank Holmgren. you, Holmgren. I told you it was a Packers coach name Holmgren. in there. I thought Chet he was Holmgren. on the Magic. No? No, Chet. That's pa- Paolo Benchero. Okay. Uh, Chet Holmgren, yes. So we got Chet Holmgren coming back from his injury. So he'll be, like, having his rookie year in his second year, you know. Uh, you got Wembenyama. It sounds like we got a pissed-off Giannis. Mm-hmm. We're going to have uh, LeBron playing uh, his 21st season, I think. And it, it'll be LeBron-y's one and done at the same college. time his son is in college. Right. So there will be the, the even the conversation about that player, his son, coming to the NBA That'll make the NBA season all the more exciting. You'll have who knows who the champion will be. Will Jokic be a champion? Will Curry have won? But like, if Curry wins another championship, LeBron's gonna—he is—he's gonna be real pissed. 
uh, uh, let's see. What are on the East? What if Jimmy Buckets an eight seed Heat team? Like, uh, there's so many potential storylines. Embiid. Yep. Uh, yeah, the the conversation all year was Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis Antetokounmpo for MVP. Right? Embiid won MVP. I think did Jokic finish second and Giannis finished third. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. All NBA, all NBA first team has Embiid, Giannis, Giannis, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. Shea Gilgis Alexander, the Oklahoma City Thunder we were just mm-hmm. talking about, and Luka Doncic. Second team, Jokic. Jokic on the second team. So Jokic makes the second team. Giannis is the only. Uh, universally voted all NBA first team. He got all 100 votes. Embiid did not because Jokic got some. Uh, Giannis finishes third in MVP voting. Jokic finishes second. See, like the, the – the So what I understand about that, and I don't know what position that they have Giannis at. He's forward. Okay. So you can't have two centers. Right. So that's how that and they're changing that for next year. Laid out, you know, it should be the best player. And there you go. Me. And that's next year a change they're making. Next year, uh, I don't think Giannis. I mean, I guess with Brook Lopez, he didn't play a whole. No, lot of it, center, but it should but, have been Giannis and Bead, Jokic, uh, Tatum, and Shea. I guess I don't. I feel like Luca should have been pushed out. You know, the way the NBA is, how fluid the the position the positions are. I mean, you don't. Giannis brings up the ball sometimes. So it's, right, so it's hard to it's not a, to define someone yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And and then really those positions are the the old definition of them really was probably just body size. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're you're short, you're a guard. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the tallest person, you're the center. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're the next tallest people, you're forwards. That's it. Yeah, but back in the day, you didn't have seven two guys that can handle the rock like Giannis and seven six women yeah. Yama. Yep. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to say I honestly. Don't I, as much as I love basketball, I don't go and watch YouTube videos and look at all the other stuff that's out there. I just watch the games when they're on, especially playoff games because that's the best basketball. Uh, if you if you if you are in the area, come on out to the Broad Stop, watch a basketball game with me. It'll be on. Uh, we'll be having a good time. Uh, my name is Nick. I'm the host of the Walks in the Bar podcast. My my guest today was pitcher Paul. Thanks, Nick. Uh, also a pitcher uh, of the softball, but not anymore. No. But if you see a guy drinking a pitcher Miller Lite, wearing me. something in a Brewers or Bucks gear, or Cowboys, yeah. we didn't talk about you being a Cowboy fan, but we can do that during football season. Sounds good. Uh, this has been uh, another edition of the Walks in the Bar podcast. Uh, this, this is uh, my local sports reporter, Paul. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Nick. And uh, we will uh, catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Cheers.